Hello, welcome to Spiritual Warfare. My name is Teresa. Hi, my name's Kay. Today we'll be reading from the book by Dr. David Jeremiah, Hope, Living Fearlessly in a Scary World. Kay, what's the Bible verse today and the topic? The topic is the probability of storms in our lives. And the Bible verse is Mark 4, 35-37. When evening had come, Jesus said to them, Let us cross over to the other side. Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. And other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling i you know in the chosen that was funny because he just laid down and went to sleep (laughs) in this huge storm and the disciples are wigging out like you're gonna sleep through this yeah you're gonna sleep through this and it's just like oh ye of little faith matthew mark and luke all relay the story of a perfect storm in the lives of jesus's disciples On that night, a quiet boat ride turned into a terrifying brush with death. While Matthew 8, 23 through 27 and Luke 8, 22 through 25 cover the basic facts, Mark's version of the event is the most detailed in 4, 1 and 35 through 41. The Gospels record that Jesus was near exhaustion and his 12 disciples were reeling from the rigorous training he'd been giving them. The crowds had been overwhelming. Sick people craving his healing touch had flocked to Jesus on every street. The disciples stood in all of their master's miracles and were astonished that he expected them to perform miracles too. Their lives were being turned inside out. Could you imagine, though, Jesus saying, you have the power to do these miracles, and you're like, me? I I can do that? Now, Jesus was speaking near the shore of the Sea of Galilee. The crowds began to press in so hard that he was almost shoved back into the water. He climbed into a boat, pushed out a few feet, sat down, and continued teaching. By the time he had finished, it was evening. Since Mark devotes almost 30 verses to the event, it must have been a significant teaching session lasting several hours. Jesus must have been exhausted. The crowd, however, was not about to leave. Desperately needing rest, Jesus and the disciples simply remained in the boat and set sail for the eastern shore where Jesus sought to minister next. The elements of a perfect storm were gathering. First, Jesus was utterly exhausted. Second, the disciples too were tired and emotionally befuddled by their extraordinary experiences with Jesus. Third, it was already nighttime, late to be setting out to cross the sea. Fourth, a small flotilla of eager followers was trailing them, (laughs) meaning that when they landed, rest would remain elusive. Then... 
there was the sea itself. The Sea of Galilee is like a bowl of water nestled nearly 700 feet below sea level. It is both fed and drained by the Jordan River, which enters at the northern end and exits from the southern end. Mountains flank nearly every side, forming valleys and gullies that set the stage for howling winds. When the cool air from the mountains swoop through the valleys and collides with the warm, moist air hovering over the sea, violent storms can erupt in a matter of minutes. Wow. And that is just what happened. A great windstorm arose and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. Mark used a Greek word for windstorm that can be translated furious squall or hurricane. Matthew describes the storm as a great simos or earthquake, as if the sea were being shaken by the winds. Fatigue, confusion, darkness, tempest. The perfect storm had arrived and it was as if all their fears had combined and crystallized. As fishermen, they had a deep, fearful respect for the turbulent water. As men, they had a deep but relatively untested respect for Jesus. But now this Jesus, the one they had left everything to follow, had led them right into the storm. To make matters worse, he had dozed off, having no apparent concern for their safety or the disaster that now seemed inevitable. They must have wondered whether they had taken the right step in following him. There was a lot they still didn't know about this man. Could he even deliver them from the disaster that now seemed inevitable? Just as sudden storms are inevitable on the Sea of Galilee, sudden storms can descend upon our lives as well. When this happens, the disciples predicament becomes ours. How is it possible to place your hope in a God who allows perfect storms to assail us? Well, Miss Kay, we're going to end it there. And next week, we're going to talk about the paradox of storms in our lives. If you were to die today, where would you go? It's your choice.